This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Alma Pollard, she's the executive director of The Green Times, eco consultant and coach. Let's first go and check in with her. And she's saying, load shedding. What load shedding? Uh, morning, Alma, off the grid, Pollard. <laughs> <laughs> Is that my second name now, Off the Grid? <laughs> yes, it's Alma Off the Grid Pollard. It's wonderful, but you know, I, I get worried when I listen to people speaking about imminent stage eight and stuff like that. Mm. That's really problematic. Gosh, yes, no, we're very blessed uh, here. Um, whilst we are in Africa and have ample sun, we shouldn't really have energy problems. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to finding out how things go when it's uh, cloudy and rainy over the winter time. There'll still be sun sneaking through and how well that's received by the solar panel. So that's kind of a little thing in my mind. Um, yes, but Brad, my mm. installer specifically reminded me again, it's not sun that we need, it's just light. Ah. And it will it will be light. Even if it's raining or cloudy, there will be light. And so we are all going to be fine. Sounds good. So now we, yeah. so uh, now Alma's able to keep going and do what she needs to do. Quickly, before we talk about overfishing, uh, we know you're one for planting food and not only things that look pretty. How have you been over the years in keeping orchids alive? Are you like the most of us that are left with nothing but a dead, empty stalk and lots of pretty green leaves? <laughs> I'm not very good with orchids, <laughs> I have to tell you. I do have one or two that I'm trying to keep alive. I do focus mostly on on, on food and medicinal plants. Uh-huh. You know, I want to use use my plants for other things. But flowers uh, are also important. It's beautiful. It's good for your soul. It's good for bees and so on. So yes, I try to. <laughs> I'm hoping there's one that's going to bloom again. But I'm not a specialist. I've watched uh, quite a few YouTubes on this. Yes. I'm trying to learn as well. <laughs> I'd love to see mine also spring to life. The leaves look good. Will there ever be flowers again? Who knows. Uh, Elmi, you've got a, a fantastic story here um, about the Marine Stewardship Council. For those who've wondered what MSC was, we've mentioned it a few times this morning. It's the Marine Stewardship Council. Um, let's talk a little bit about fish and uh, fishing and what's happening off our, coast, uh, off our coasts and probably coasts all around the world is overfishing. Yes, so this is basically a global story, very much relevant locally, of course. So the Marine Stewardship Council tries to protect the, the the ocean resources, the seafood and the fish, because, you know, as you know, we have this huge problem with a rapidly rising uh, population of people, um, a rapidly rising consumption of seafood, hence worldwide, yeah. and over a third of the fish stocks are being exploited at unsustainable levels. So you can see that it doesn't make mathematical sense what is currently going on. More people eating it, less available because we keep overfishing. So it's a dilemma. So you know what we normally do in the Green Times is we, we, we state the case of the of the problem and then we, we look at some solutions. So you know there's the burgeoning global um, population and also the, the detrimental effects of climate change, mm. which usually impacts on the sea resources as well. So there's a huge demand now for urgent action and to scale up the the MCS, Marine Stewardship Council's Ocean Stewardship Fund. So the MSC has been going for the past 25 years and they have the knowledge and expertise of sustainable fishing. 
Um, and they have over 600 fisheries in their certification program. So if people get certified by them, which is, by the way, a good idea for us to always look out when we buy seafood, is there an um, MSC uh, label on there? Because yeah. then it means that they have fished this more sustainably. But since 2018, so for five years, they have this NPO has also committed 5% of the income that they generate from the licensing of the MSC eco-label uh, on sales of sustainable seafood to the Ocean Stewardship Fund, which which opened a third-party donation last year, so that people from outside can now also donate to this fund. So their goal is now to mobilize 100 million US dollars wow. to help safeguard the ocean and sustainable seafood supplies over the next 10 years. So that is a very ambitious goal and, and incredibly important, as we know. So they are looking at the significant expansion of the MSC's Ocean Stewardship Fund to end overfishing on the planet. So they, um, they're asking philanthropic organizations, businesses, governments to encourage contribution, contributing to the fund, which has already delivered more than 100 um, grants and almost 40 in emerging economies. So they particularly focus on looking after and supporting small-scale um, fishermen hmm in emerging economies so that they can understand the benefits of sustainable fishing. You can understand if you are a small-scale fisherman and you're living hand-to-mouth, basically, this is livelihood fishing, um, you're going to try and get as much as you can. So, you know, to, to, to inspire people like that to fish less and, you know, throw the, throw the pregnant fish back and mm. throw the baby fish back and, you know, be more selective about your fishing is, is, is a huge big task. So these funds then assist um, a range of fisheries and invest in research and innovation to improve fishing practices. And they have to date benefited quite a few interesting cases, um, like the Indonesian fishers adapting to the impacts of climate change on the blue swimming crabs. And they also mentioned South Africa. They've helped the South African fisheries to reduce bird bycatch, which you know is a big thing from these nets. Um, they've assisted artisanal fishers in the Mediterranean with trialing a new tech to protect stingrays. Uh, also a new project to assess the risk of climate change for wild captured fisheries and help them adapt. So they say, if we want to enjoy seafood today and into the future, we need to respond to the scale of the challenges facing the ocean. Yeah, Alma, and one of the things, I mean, overfishing is not just uh, removing your favorite fish too much of it so there's less of it available or the price goes up. It's also about the other sea life that gets taken up in the nets and uh, don't make it. So that's uh, another concern. Absolutely. All the byproducts is something of huge concern. So one was one must always find out wherever you buy your fish, what are the practices? Is this a green label fish, you know, the different colors that mm. you get? Um, and is there an MEC stamp on it? I mean, we all have to be responsible for for what we consume. And I mean, for me, just just knowing what I know, I mean, I've really over the last ten years, I think I've eaten something from the ocean perhaps four times. I've just decided let the ocean be. I can find other sources of protein. Um, Elma, I think if we were to challenge ourselves and our listeners now and saying the last time you had some seafood or something in a package that you bought that had seafood in it, if you ever checked to find out how sustainable was it, uh, where does it even exist on any kind of list? 
and does it have uh, the exactly. MSC badge on it? I think myself included, I would say, uh, no, I haven't. I just assumed if it was in the supermarket, it should be fine. Yeah, so, you know, for us also older people, you can't see the small print in the shops. <laughs> yeah. So I always have to throw in my reading specs, put them on, read the labels, see what is in there, who are they, how do they operate, and then make a note to go and find out more when I get home. Let's go and find out how this all works. Um, we need to know things. Otherwise, we are more destructive than we intend to be. Mm, we can't say we didn't know. The information is out there. If it isn't on the package, you'll be able to find it online. And if there's none of those things there, you also have a responsibility to put some pressure on so these things actually happen. Alma Pollard, Executive Director of the Green Times, Eco Consultant and Coach MSC, scales up fun to help end overfishing. One of the great stories you can read on thegreentimes.co.za. From us to you, Alma, thanks. Have a beautiful Green Thank Wednesday. You. Have a beautiful day. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.